Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Hey yo. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I see girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly-bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! 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 <laughs> <laughs> It cracks me up when people do that. I don't know why. People really love that Antoinette never you hate not it. say Yizzo. You hated it. Yeah, stick with that. Stick it's with the it. Signature, it's you a know? signature. It's a signature. It's a staple. Who it is gets, this it's person? It's branding. Talking. The, at its finest. Oh, thank you. Who is this human talking, We Shanti? are honored to be sitting here with <laughs> Ben. Ben, what's your last? Do we give the last name? Oh, I don't he, put he that out there. Ben. Ben. There you go. Jadaka you go. on Instagram. Thank you. I call she him Ben Jakarta because I like it. <laughs> and I may be dyslexic. But I am going to say it correctly because you deserve. Ben has been rocking with around the world. I don't know how no, long. That, we have to talk about that. That's the thing. Like I okay. don't even know how he found us. Okay. But Ben is a, a, an avid listener. He is one of... The few listeners that publicly hold us accountable. I have a bunch of people that <laughs> pull me to the side by my neck 
personally, but what kind of friends um, do I have? I don't have anyone that does that. They're like, I listen to your podcast, love it. <laughs> uh, don't don't you have your godmother who rides you about your language? She doesn't listen to it anymore, I don't think. Okay. Otherwise, she would still be commenting. I think she gave up on us. It was like, wow, it's too ghetto. You know, she's just anyway. not the target demographic. No, she's not. Shout out to her. Though. She's pissed listening right now. Like, now this is my last time. <laughs> oh, Love you, God, Mom. <laughs> but, Ben, you, 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 you constantly just let, you just show us love. You, like, let us know that niggas is listening Absolutely. and caring and, like, are affected and yeah. engaged. So, thank you. And we were just like, we have to get you on the show. We tried to get you on the show for the two, uh, excuse me, the 100th anniversary. Hey, I'll, I'll be here for the 200th. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> but um, it didn't happen because you are in Texas. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, time zone. We had a time zone. But issue. Ben, tell us about yourself. Introduce your motherfucking self. Okay. B to the E to the N. All right. Around around way across people. What's up? Um, <laughs> I am uh, born uh, born and raised in Austin, but grew up between LA and Austin. Uh, I was homeschooled until high school, so you you'll see I'm a little bit different kind of a person. <laughs> um, like my fellow curls here. Uh, my father is, he's African, but you know, black East and Afri- my mother's where, white. So. Where in East Africa? From Kenya, yeah. like that other brother you had on here, whose father's from Kenya or he's Kenyan. Obi. Obi, oh, there yeah. you go. I was, like, <laughs> I was backing him up when you was giving him a hard time. I was like, I'm going I'm to get his back. Kenyan brother. I got you. <laughs> Shout out to you. You know who you are. Yeah. Uh, and what a white mom. Yeah. You didn't say the other half. Oh yeah. Uh, my mom's from LA. <laughs> and, uh, said, oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go into that. She's unfortunately <laughs> unhappy with this election turnout, but um, she's one of those. Um, I'm a full-time student at Prairie View A&M University uh, outside of Houston here, HBCU, um, and soon to be going to uh, grad school in a city near you in oh, 2022. Boy. Which city, Philly or New York? Princeton, New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Come on now. Oh. You heard how he put Princeton, New Jersey in there, but he won't say the school. Shout out to you, Ben. Interesting. Princeton. Very interesting. (laughs) It's Princeton. So let's (laughs) let's come together here with our energies because I'm doing I'm doing real well with with the interviews with them and and we're talking, and so you know, let's let's all okay. So we're this is still this you're speaking it into existence. Speaking it, it into existence. Wonderful! Exactly. I'm so excited for you. I'm a little Thank prayer. You. English Thank major, you. history minor, uh, so I can teach English. Uh, so yeah, there there you go. In a nutshell. Oh, my sister was an English major. Cool. And now she's an actor, and I have a little bit of an acting background, so some similarities there. Yes. Well. Ben, we are very happy to have you. The people are going to hear from you later. This is the light skinnedest episode we've ever had. We We got one and a half white people on this motherfucking episode right now. (laughs) (laughs) But I just want you guys to know that coming up, we're going to get into some updates and a little bit of politics as usual. Nothing, nothing too deep. But coming up, Ben is going to be talking to us about sexual discipline. 
And this is a topic that he wanted to discuss. So I am very excited to hear what you have to say. But before we do that, Shanti, do you have any updates? No, I've, I actually we just don't. Talk I, to I feel each like other. I just talked to everybody <laughs> yesterday. It was Saturday. So, you know, I'm just... Um, you ate Chinese food. I ate Chinese food. It gave me a headache. I have like a sodium attack. <laughs> Me and JoJo oh, were like good. fucked up after that. <laughs> JoJo we are too? not well. Both of us were just like, <laughs> that was something right with that. Um, so I'm just recovering from a headache. I'm in a weird place. I'm in a weird place. I'm I'm in that part of the month where, uh, part of my life actually, <laughs> where I'm, um, you know, I'm at that what's it all about stage. So th- th- why? And um, are you about to get your period, Shanti? No, I don't think so. I think that I'm just, you know, I think I'm just tired of myself. That's all. And I guess someday I'll get into it more deeply. But I'm tired of myself. Are you like JoJo? You want to become more interesting? Is that this what year? JoJo said? <laughs> I don't know. What she it said? sounds like something she would say. I think you Probably. said that on her birthday. She said, "I want she to become more interesting that. this year." No, I do not want to be more interesting this year. No, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, that's a that's it. I, I don't I don't have a lot of juice. Thank God you guys are here because you you seem like you have internet is. <laughs> I am Harris. You hype? I took I my update is that I took to the streets right after we recorded, and really I went out because I was getting my hair dyed. It's dyed. It's darker. I love it. I did not. It is so thing. long. It's long as shit. When I tell you, I'm going to box Mona if she cuts all my hair off. Like, I don't know if you really need to go. Like, why are you going to get your hair cut? No, it, the lady was like, "Girl, you need you need to trim. You want me to trim?" It? I was like, "No, I do not want you to touch it." But it's like if you could feel the end, you would, you it would feel like a Brillo pad. But it needs to be shaped. So I'm going to just pray about that. I'm just going to pray about that. And I'm just going to prepare myself mentally to be incredibly disappointed so that if I am indeed disappointed, I'm ready. You know, I can't expect good things in life because then you're just disappointed. That's not a good way to think. But that's how I'm going into this haircut. But I think she's going to be all right. My homegirl says she's not scissor happy, that she has like a whole conversation with you and like she touches you while she does it. She touches your shoulders Mm. and you like talk and you talk about energy and you talk about what your hair means to you and your relationship with your hair. And then she's like, okay, are you ready? You decide on like a spiritual experience. No, when I when I talked to Mona about it at that event that I was at, and when we just happened to be sitting next to each other, that's how she described it. She was like, "No, when people sit in my chair, it's like it's really it's like a this is an exchange of energy. Like I'm cutting something off of them that they have emotional attachments to. So I have to like deal with it in that way. And it's like this dope ass Asian woman who's just banging." So I'm praying that Mona does me right. If not, I probably won't say anything about it on the podcast because I don't want to be sued. But just, you'll just you will. You're gonna go crazy. You'll just <laughs> you'll just you'll just see me hear me like you'll just hear my I'm like Yizzo. That's how I'm gonna start the next episode. <laughs> when is this like, again? This is happening this Friday. <gasps> Omg. Oh. Is it this Friday or is it next Friday? Yeah. It could be next Friday. I might be making that up. It's one of these Fridays. 
Um, and I'm really tired. I was a rank ass fool in these streets uh, this weekend. I had a mask on the whole time, but I was acting up. Like they had the champagne in the streets. And, you know, I wasn't even mad that I was getting hit with champagne. It was like, a, like it was so beautiful to see the eruption of energy from folks. And I was out there and I thought to myself, again, this is why I'm in New York. Because, like, I was just walking down an intersection. I didn't even, like, try to go anywhere. But it was everywhere. You couldn't walk down a street without there just being, like, people flooding the sidewalks, the streets, cars honking champagne everywhere there was like videos of spike lee in brooklyn like running the streets and acting crazy it was really really beautiful so i needed that but now i'm really tired um and i need a nap but we're going we're gonna do this episode ben do you have any updates how was texas yikes oh uh you know you're not in like dallas or houston i'm outside of houston yeah, you're, I mean, but like, you're outside of it. There's a distinction there. There is, which is why I was about to say that at the gas station near my house, there was a Trump rally in the parking lot. And, you know, I'm out here, and since I'm outside of Houston, uh, you know, there's all the trucks with all the flags on them. Like, vehicles will have six flags hanging up on top, not hanging up, like on rods up top. So um, it was okay. We had, um, <laughs> just outside of campus, we had, like, some some reports of some vehicles outside, you know, taking pictures of buildings. And so we were, we actually in our, in our apartment group chat, we had people saying, you know, this and that's happening be careful to look out for this, you know, y'all be safe. So, um, you know, so it, it was all right though. I mean, it was safe and, uh, we good. It's, it's, a it's a Republican state, but it, I think it's pretty soon to be turned blue. So I think um, it is too. Yeah. I think yeah. it's headed there. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, Ben, you like to take your little bike rides and things. I just need you to pick someone to share your location with at all times so that people Thank know you. Good looking out. Safe. Thank you. Good looking out. Um, but like I said, I was in these streets. I was in these streets today, actually, because my work computer child, they gave me a computer from 2014 with an old ad. Just, just this thing is a dinosaur. And so I'm trying to connect it. Long story short, I'm trying to connect it to an additional monitor, but none of the ports work. So I'm just like running around town all day. I'm using hand sanitizer. I'm on the train. I'm like, my hands feel like they're about to crack and bleed. And then finally, it dawned on me. I had Love Lavender Shea with me. I had it with (laughs) me, baby. And I was like, oh my God. I can just reach in my in my bag. And the reason why I didn't realize I had it with me was because it's a travel size and it's so light that I didn't even feel the weight of it in my bag. And I took it out and I moisturized and all was well. Yes. So again, listeners, Love Lavender Shea is offering all of us 25% off for the entire month of November. We are supporting Black business. We are supporting Taylor Young, and we are supporting Love Lavender Shea. It is the, uh, what, gift-giving season. Christmas is coming up. Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, all that shit. Buy some gifts. Shout out to Ben, who actually sent me a lovely gift package from Love Lavender Shea for my birthday, because he's just that kind of listener. We love you, Ben. Yes, Shanti, because cancers are caring and kind. (laughs) 
Oh. Remember that next time he tried to disparage our good name in his no, streets. No, we can get into that. That's not what I'm saying. This is the thing. <laughs> cancer men, when they're good, either way, I cancer know. men are powerful. Like, you guys hold a power. Now, you use there it for go. good. When you're bad, you're very, very bad. Woo. But when you're Woo. good, you're like this really powerful, loving, fatherly, caring, like... Yes. Like really, again, you powerful being. Tell the truth, but um, that is that's the truth, Ben. That's the truth on Why, both sides. You He's speaking the truth on bad. both sides. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, we're gonna get into that later. When they're you bad, bad, they're 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 rascals. They're like, wow. Oh, speaking of that girl, I remind me to tell you about the cancer one that that wrecked my household. Remind me. Oh, I know. You. I know already. But you shouldn't know because you shouldn't still be following them. And that I, I don't. shows I, disloyalty. All right, here you go. <laughs> I followed them on, I realized I followed them on Sable. I follow one on Sable. And I, so I saw and I said, ooh, Ooh. This is curious. Then it went down a rabbit hole. And then I was like, oh, the tea. Jay hit me like, girl. Girl, sometimes I go snooping, and I just want you to know. I was like, mm, the ghetto mm, shower. I, I could have told it. you that. We all knew that. But anyway, <sighs> sorry. Anyway, Asides. that's an aside. <clears throat> Politics is usually wow. Trumpito still has not conceded, honey. And I just am like, bruh, what are you doing? He is playing all kinds of games, and he is holding up funds that would support Biden's transition into... Like, office. Wow. Like, they need... He has to sign... His... I forget the woman's name, but she has to sign off and say, yes, you are president-elect. But it, regardless, Biden is literally just... He just announced his coronavirus task force, folks, today. Um, shout out to the black woman doctor that's on that task force. I don't remember her name. Um, but at this point, like, even Ivanka and them are like, bruh. You lost. You just got to take this L. It's going to be okay. But he still is holding firm in the fact that he He has... needs to be dragged out of that motherfucker because he's going to be dragged out of there. I I thought to myself, like, is it too early to start the lock him up chance? Like, I'm really ready for that because I can't wait to see him locked up. Go Can ahead, I throw ben. one thing in on this? Please. I apologize. So one thing no. that... There was talked you're, about you're, yesterday. You're supposed to talk on the episode. Okay, I'm, I was really like y'all time, and I'll, yeah, I'll say something later. No. <laughs> Try to be a good guest. Um, so one strategy that that's been mentioned, and I don't know how far up it goes, but uh, there's a there's talk that Trump might resign just before the uh, the transition, so that Mike Pence can pardon him from everything that he would be charged with the moment he steps out of office. The ghetto. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's, I don't, understand I don't that. want to say that's high level conspiracy. That, I think that's pretty basic because, you know, people in New York yourself might know that, you know, people are waiting for him to charge him with stuff. Oh, New York's waiting to charge him. Can you explain that? Cause Shanti said she doesn't understand it. Uh, so, uh, why does he? Why does he have to wait till the last minute? Versus why does that somehow well, stop? Him I just from... said last minute because you know if he steps down today and then Pence, uh, not to, uh, pardons him, 
then there's still like 70 plus days where 72, you know, it is, is Pence, the, the stand in president is oh, going to step up. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I see, I see, Trump could see. wait out be... to the last until like January 19th and then resign. And then Pence pardons him from everything he could be charged with. And boom. I don't even know if Pence would do that in all honesty. I feel like that's like political suicide at this point. Like, bruh. Riding with Trump this whole time has been political suicide. What are you talking about? No, it's not. Apparently it's not. Because, hey, they still are holding on to the Senate at this point until we get these runoffs. We're going to get into that. Um, Oh, child. The White House's favorite coon, Ben Carson. Oh. Mr. Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, which is so funny to me still, has now tested positive for coronavirus after attending an election party for Trump. And I just feel like the world is asking too much of me specifically. Like, I just feel like, you know, I I lit this candle behind me. Actually, it just went out. So that means something i'm sure but like i'm i'm trying to manifest all this positivity and be like on have good energy and like put out good energy and go high but you can't serve me up shit like this and then like i'm supposed to wish this man well like i don't just because he has a illness that he could i don't wish him well but we're supposed to go high, so get well, Ben. But I'm like, bro, I don't care about you. You supported an administration that won't even tell folks to wear masks. And then you showed up at the party rooting them on. And now you got it? Good luck. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry. And they just announced cool? a vaccine today. Maybe he can take it. Child. And that <laughs> vaccine is still not going to come out anytime soon. No, you know... I'll say this. I now work for a marketing agency that deals with pharma. The hoops that you have to, like, from birth of something, that's why they're like, it's so rushed. From birth of, like, a medication to when it actually hits the market, it's, like, usually a span of 15 to 20 years. That's how... what? Yes, that's how long it takes to get approval. Like, if we try to put a banner up on like a pharmaceutical Facebook page. It has to go through something called MLR, which is like legal review. It's just a banner. Whether it's a banner, a napkin, a YouTube description, every single like piece has to go through so many cycles of, of like, 15 to 20 years. Yes, it can. I'm I'm really serious. Like I've been researching, I'm doing this work. It can take that long. Obviously, this drug will not take that long. This shit'll be out by 2021. But that's just I'm saying how rushed it is. So it's very interesting things. Very interesting. I'm very curious to know who's taking these medica- uh this vaccine. Because I'm not right away. I'll wait and continue to wear my mask and see how it goes. I saw I saw a nurse today post and said that they're going to try to give them to, you know, medical staff first because they're the most closely affected. And she's talking about, oh, so y'all trying to use us as the guinea pig. So I don't know how that's going to go over. People just need to volunteer. Like if people who really trust the government, who have good health insurance that feel secure in that, they just need to come forth. And volunteer, in my humble opinion. But you're not going to be able to force folks. So Biden really has a lot of work to do 
to like convince everyone to take it. I'm not saying I won't take it. I will absolutely take it, but I'm gonna just take it like later. I'm gonna just like I'm gonna just see how it go. Ugh. For like Ugh. three. If it if it goes well, I feel personally responsible to be like, all right, I don't want to get anybody else sick. I don't want to be that person. Fine. Here we go. <laughs> but it's scary. It's scary nonetheless. Um, did anybody watch the acceptance speeches? Oh Obama yeah. And Biden? What oh, did you come think? on. Yeah. I love that she came up to Mary J. She came. Sis said, y'all couldn't even pronounce my name before, but here I am, and here's Mary. (laughs) I love it. I love it. She looked beautiful in that. She wore that white suit for women's suffrage, which I thought was a nice little... That's right. When all the women in the Senate were were all white a couple years ago. It was a shout-out to women's suffrage. Okay. Yeah. So that, that was what that white suit was about. But yeah, she talked about shattering the glass ceiling. She talked about being a child of two immigrants who met at a civil rights march, which is like a love story that I've been waiting for my entire life. Um, But I have to say that I was a little nervous when Joseph Robinette Biden came on jogging on out there. I was like, do not. (laughs) The vitality. (laughs) <laughs> right, he was the det- he was determined, Shanti. Did you see him run out? Mm-mm. He was jogging his little ass off. He was determined to show us that he Shanti, is not it as was old a vertical slope, not you know, it was like a 10%. He came jogging <laughs> uphill. And, jogging. and it was funny because he took a little break and then he ahead, and then he jogged, he jogged it out to I the said, end. Joe, what are you trying to prove? Stop it. Don't fuck around and have a goddamn heart attack on this stage, okay? But, but I just how love much did you love Jim Carrey doing him on <laughs> that SNL? Was good. Yeah, that was, that was amazing. Good. That uh, SNL that was, was amazing. Good. But I, the one thing that I want to say about Joe Biden's speech, which I was really happy that he addressed it, was when he banged on that fucking podium mm, mm. and he said, African-Americans showed up for me as they always do. And I will show up for you banging yeah. on that podium. Yeah. And you heard all the horns and I was like... At least he said it. Maybe he'll do it, but at that was least amazing. He said it. That um, was amazing. I also saw this like really old clip of Joe Biden um, talking about the apartheid in South Africa. My who sent that to me? I, it might have been my sister. I can't remember, but he was going the fuck off, and he was like. Everybody keeps talking about protecting South Africa. We're not here to protect South Africa. We're here to protect South Africans. And they are black. And they need our help. Like, screaming at what? people. And I was just like, okay, Joe. Was this from the, was this from the 90s? Yeah. Oh, I got like that. Yeah. So I, you know, we're going to see what Mr. Robinette has to say or whatever. I'm rooting for him. You know, I'm not getting my hopes up, but I'm rooting for him. Uh... But lastly, I just really want to, again, or not lastly, two, a couple of things that I really want to recognize is special recognition to Stacey Abrams. We've already done that. But I I mean, Stacey Abrams, I want to be really clear, registered 850,000 black voters Man. in Atlanta. She got the, the like, she got her election stolen from her when she was, tr- when she ran to be governor. And then she said, okay, 
I know how to fix this. My sole purpose right now is going to be to register every black voter in this state that I can. And it was just amazing to me. But I also want to shout out Latasha Brown, who is the founder of Black Vote Voters Matter uh, in Georgia. And she and Stacey did that work together. Um, and her name is kind of getting lost because we l- know Stacey Abrams. But um, they are really two women, women, uh, black women who are responsible for turning Georgia blue. So I'm just really grateful for them. And now everybody who listens in Georgia, we have these runoffs in Georgia. Y'all better go out there with the same, with even more energy. Like you have to vote enthusiastically. We need the Senate. We need those two Senate seats so that Joe, Robinette, and Kamala can can actually get some shit done because Joe up against Mitch McConnell, it ain't we. It's just gonna cancel shit out. Like we're we'll just be safe, but we're not gonna improve upon anything. So let's get to fucking work. And then lastly, I just really want to shout out the Navajo Nation in Arizona Man, yes. because they asses came out and voted for Joe Biden. Ninety nine percent of them voted for Joe Biden, and some of them wow. I was. I was watching YouTube videos of some of them talk about how they had to ride two hours on horseback just to vote because of what? because of where these voting um, polls were placed in their area where they had they were That's like amazing. we didn't even have it available to us <laughs> horseback what in the well, it's a nation yeah, that's, the, that's the first nation Shanti <laughs> you racist. Okay. She's that's like, what? Where's your I, car? No, no offense. Yeah. <laughs> racist. She's like, all right. But yeah, what do we think about <laughs> SNL? Every everybody's like in an uproar about Dave Chappelle. I think his ass is brilliant, personally. I'm glad. I'm glad they are. Shanti, go ahead. It was good. Dave Chappelle's doing what he's doing now that he's older and bigger and thicker and like smoking cigarettes and. <laughs> Saying things that are kind of funny but true, and you know, now we saying nigga on national television. So can you say that? <laughs> he can, I guess. I can. Did did I text you and was like, can you say nigga? I think it was my sister again because she was mad about the woman joke. She was like, he didn't I'm glad need you to said that because that. that was my response. He didn't I'm gonna say that. I'm a diehard Dave Chappelle fan. But I was not happy with that. that. That was unnecessary. But that's that's part of where he's at right now is he's doing this like defense of the art of comedy tour in his own right. And for the one part, I like it because, um, you know, spoiler alert, I'm 39. So I grew up in that time when comedy, quote, was dangerous. So, you know, we especially know, you know, the Martin Lawrence and, the you know, the Delirious and the Eddie Murphy's and Obviously, you know, Richard Pryor, like all these great comedians and, and Chris Rock when he was tolerable. I'm not a Chris Rock man. But um, <laughs> when when comedy was was dangerous. And so Chappelle is trying to do that where he, he, he'll be progressive and he'll be, you know, he'll, he'll use his, his his platform to do like this civil rights work. But then he'll he'll still do this thing where he's like, oh, I got to remind you, like, we're assholes. And then he'll make a joke about the gender pay gap, which to me was ridiculously like, insensitive and unnecessary. But I think that's, and that's he, what he he's admitted, doing. He admitted, he said, I'm nervous. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's what his... I think more than what he's 
alongside, I don't know more, but a, I think part of his work that he feels he's doing is that he is practicing his form of critical thinking and saying what he wants to say because it's become this space where everybody's policing each other and yeah. everybody's censoring each other. And if you're not progressive or if you're not, you know, pushing for the right or what, if you, if you don't have like this stance and if it's not a right or wrong stance, you know, then what the fuck? If you're not on the side of the right, then what the fuck is going on? Like Henny Penny, the sky is falling. So I think he constantly just like puts, just pokes folks to be like, make them aware of the possibility that th you're policing what he says, whether it's right or wrong. He's just saying, I don't, I don't think that Dave Chappelle actually thinks that, but I think he's exercising sure. what the fuck, like... Y'all not gonna y'all not gonna put me in a box. You're not gonna censor me, yeah. and also pay attention to how you're responding to this because nice. yeah. what are you doing? Well, I, what is this? I'm so sorry, Ben. Do you have headphones? I just realized that your audio track is gonna have us oh, in it, and I can fix bad. that. But moving forward, it would be great if I didn't have to do okay, that. Cool. Oh, thank you. No Look, he grown. He just Got pulled out it. a work bag. Not a book bag. That's that not a school bag. I got four. I got four backpacks. That was that a backpack. A Stop it. That shit had a handle on it. That was a briefcase. Oh, never mind. You're right. Don't try <laughs> it's me. A backpack. Childish. Uh, don't do me on national podcast television. <laughs> Shanti sleep. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I think. I question myself because I laughed at the joke. I think I laughed at the joke because I know he doesn't believe that. I know that he doesn't feel that women should get paid less or anything. Or, you know, that's, you know, I, that was more a dig at Burks, if anything, because her ass is sitting there like, oh, maybe that will work. Yeah. that It was more like, girl, what are you talking? Like, why didn't you storm the podium or say, you know. I think it was more about Fauci and disagree. But the, yeah, that's what Dave Chappelle does. He disrupts. And I just think that he's much more thoughtful and introspective and reflective than we give him credit for. Um, after watching his um, interview with David Dave Letterman, Letterman. Yeah. And after just considering. Like, if I had the contract that he had, would I have walked away? Like, I think that he's much more responsible than we give him credit for. Who or at least trying for to that? be. Oh, I, I guess some people don't because they oh, were upset about so his... Oh, there's so many people that... Oh, yeah, people are upset. I ...loathe so, yeah. him right now. Uh, um, I so mean, he yeah. wasn't that fucking funny. Like, Dave Chappelle used to be the fuck funny and that's okay i guess that's the arc of all artists no yeah. but, but saturday I night live is not dave chappelle's thing exactly right that that's skip why that he did that's why the, it was funny the all state the, the ben up, right even the other stand-ups i i seen most recently i'm like okay oh, you i'm not I like he's hilarious. cracking up i think he's still hilarious but that like skits that's not dave chappelle that's why it's funny it's dave chappelle in a skit knowing he shouldn't be in a skit calling <laughs> 
what what is Pete his name? J- Pete, uh, but the whole Pete, name Chappelle Pete show Dave- were skits. Is his name Pete Davidson? Yeah, I think so. He's calling it how big his lips are. <laughs> yeah, calling him by his name though. Like yeah. that's why they all started laughing. Like, why did you right. just call him by his name? <laughs> and I know the Dave Chappelle show is skits, but it's not Saturday Night Live skits. Like, well, yeah, not, well, you know, it's like I guess there, I just don't find Saturday Night Live sketch comedy and then skits, right? Right. Right. Yeah. It's just a different thing. I think he's brilliant, and I think he is a national treasure that we have to protect. By I, <laughs> I do. Um, but that was fucking hilarious. What was it? Wh- who's Ben? What is, what is the Bryce? Ben what? Uncle Ben's rice. Uncle and then ben. Mama. Oh, Lord. That shit had me... I was, I was cackling. And then the, his fucking Allstate man voice. That was so stupid. That was amazing. Well, let, me ask, let me ask you something about that. And it only just dawned on me because I, I saw Maya Rudolph in the start of the scene. And obviously she wasn't in blackface. But why didn't they have a black woman play? They have black women on the cast. Why didn't they have a black woman? Maybe you think maybe a black woman didn't want to play that character? And Maya Rudolph was like, I'm not offended. I'll play that character. Who knows? Sometimes it's deeper than that. Maya could have been the person that wrote it. Okay. Who yeah. the fuck knows? Like, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they still have work to do around their casting and shit like that. Yeah. It's like, uh, they, they, they got any Indians on there yet? Any Asians or anybody? They got an Asian guy. Do they? Absolutely. They have an Asian, right? They got an yep. Asian guy? Asian, yep. Shout Absolutely. out to you. You know who you are. You I know who you are. You do. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot to say at the beginning of my intro, I wanted to say that there's, there's, there's got to be a drinking game for this, for the Around the Curls, <laughs> and it is definitely... Around saying the word <laughs> word child and and yeah. you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. And Beyonce. We used to ding. We used to ring a bell every oh, time. Oh man. You know, I was gonna say you and I should have worn ben, our Beyonce. We should have worn what, Beyonce. Do you love Beyonce? Oh Shanti, let me tell you how I met what? her. Antoinette, don't <laughs> cut me off here. Don't hate me. <laughs> She's about to kill my camera. You met Beyonce? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, back, your, in, wait, back, ben, back in my young days. Ben, uh, your internet is unstable. Oh, no. I'm unstable. It's my internet. Why are you unstable? Are you? Are you... See, Shanti, what I tell you, she cut me off when I was about to tell my Beyonce you. story. I'm That's sorry. why she did this. Because I, 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 <laughs> I want this. No. no, I you want the story. I want to hear the story. <laughs> but I've seen the unstable internets. I hear them. Go ahead. All right. All right. Um, I was doing uh, some some casting thing for MTV back in the day. This was actually 2001, I think, or two. And uh, um, so. Destiny's Child was doing a spring break countdown video where Destiny's Child was on this balcony at this hotel with, with the, you know, the, the ocean in the background in LA and Santa Monica. And they needed some people, you know, some, some eye candy to come sit on the balcony around them and, and help be there for the party atmosphere. And I got to get out there in my little, you know, board shorts and my, my skin out and sit down mic. there. You're hitting what? Your mic you, stop hitting your oh, mic. My bad, my bad. People. I got to get out there and sit down with uh, Michelle and Kelly and Beyonce herself. Oh, yes. Nice. And that was bad, bad, bad. I mean, Beyonce's still bad, but that was she, young she Beyonce. She was wonderful. She was a sweetheart. And, and I'll say it for all to hear, she was checking your boy out. I'm going to say that. <laughs> say that <laughs> on, on national podcast television. Ben. I was I was mad nervous, though. I didn't make no move. But what's funny is the next year... My sister did a commercial with Beyonce as her body double, and they got to chat. And what did what did they chat about? What does your sister look like? Beyonce. 
It's kind of so. So Beyonce talking about there ain't no good guys to date in L.A. And what did my sister say? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> what kind of hater? What kind of hater? Well, blood she you knows, got? Ben. If your sister I, ain't prepping for you, then you gonna, raggedy. We're gonna get into that, but you said you used to be raggedy, Ben. If your sister's not repping for you, to Beyonce, man, I would. Beyonce is a beautiful person. My sister Wonderful. too <laughs> met Beyonce oh, and sat man. with her. My sister was in Jay Z's. Um, Show me what you got. Oh, that's video. Right. So y'all just gonna keep uh, talking about your sisters and their yeah. And so my sister was getting her makeup done, and she was like, "Oh my god!" And Beyonce comes in and sits down next to her, and she's getting her makeup done. She ain't even in the video, but she's what? like, "I'm Beyonce. I'm getting my makeup done." And so she was like, "Hi, what's your name?" And like engaged my my sister was like, "I'm not going to talk to her. I'm going to give her space." Beyonce's like, "Hi, what's your name?" And my sister wow. said, "Oh, Celestine." She said, that's my mom's name. She was like, I know. And then they <laughs> talked and they were nice. But then my sister did say that she was in the front of the video and then Beyonce whispered to somebody and her ass was in the back. Ah! <laughs> so <laughs> we don't know quite oh, what happened there. No. But I'm pretty sure she just was looking at the height ratio of the different dancers and thought, you know, that's out of whack. It was no she hate. Like, Beyonce is a heightist? People gonna think that's me. Beyonce is so I Get love her. her. Beyonce might be the All right, one. Shanti, tell a story can... about your sister real quick. I don't listen. My sister. <laughs> mm. I wonder how my sister feels about Beyonce. I'll come back to y'all about that. All right. Anyway, all right. So we are at the moment where we probably need to take a break. We do need to take a break, and when we get back, we are going to talk to Ben about why his sister. Did not recommend him to nah, Beyonce. He ain't gonna do that. <laughs> and his journey from being Raggedy Ann to being a real one. When wow. we get back after these messages. It's 3913. All right, Ben, you gotta make sure you're not hitting that mic. Yeah, it'll be good. Okay. He only has hey, one earphone I, in. Is that popular? You didn't you didn't tell me this was my topic. Yeah, Ben, you picked it, and it, I have a text message that says it. I, I, I literally wrote like, down your I text. I texted you, you like 10 it? topics. What you want to talk about, Ben? No, fuck <laughs> that. Ben, this is what you, I wrote. It. I was like, that's the one. You wrote sexual okay. discipline. I literally wrote it in this. Sexual discipline. Is it really possible to go to full, to go a full year in this society without sex? Valuing <laughs> and investing in yourself. Uh, R.E. Establishing. Oh, no. Reestablishing. R.E. Reestablishing the power of sex and being fully intentional with who you share Ooh. your spirit with. That requires understanding sex and understanding ourselves. Negro, I ain't Ooh. right there. You wrote who it. So. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> who said that? You. All right. All right. I'm, I'm down. I'm glad you said that. But you and I are going to talk about it together. Not yeah, to put Shanti out, Shanti in there. But because you had said you haven't been with somebody because in a long what? time. She been waiting a year for s- what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Ben. What? Wait, what conversation have y'all been having on the podcast? I've been talking about how I have not had sex. I will say that I have had sex. Probably shouldn't have. Didn't love it, and now so, I'm oh. back to my hole. Of so it happens. Hey, you know what? You don't. You don't. You don't have to say that. But that is oh, a I'm, valuable I'm part fine to of say it. That. 
You're right, right. But that's a valuable part of this because you can be on that, that you know, commitment, that train. And, you know, it's like somebody being sober. Oops, you have one drink. You, you're not no, an alcoholic again. I was never again. not trying to have sex. I was always about, about always that life. always trying to, Ben. What are you talking about? <laughs> why, that's why she's not the one to be talking. No, like, I'm not always <laughs> trying to. I want to find someone who I care about. It's never just I want to fuck somebody. You, you haven't had sex in a long time by accident? I thought this was on purpose. It was by it was on purpose. No, it no, was, it was like, me being selective. Me being like, but it wasn't me wow. saying I vow not to have sex. It was more like I want to have sex. Oh, I with thought that's I what I it like. was. So when I, <laughs> no, it wasn't I vow Is not to have Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Recording, and we're back. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Right. Shanti, talk I to your even girl. Go to Why? What? I do. You you got it. I need to say this though. I think that it's really interesting that Shanti is um is casting this kind of judgment on me and shaming me for Wait. being a sexual being. Shanti, and I don't Shanti, like it. What shame did I just cast? You That's your don't, don't say, I didn't cast any light. I was just clarifying which I just did. Was that Ben was under the assumption that you was holding out for some intentional reason, <laughs> and I said that's not. Inten- <laughs> that is that's not true. what it was. No, yes, it is. Because in all honesty, I can have sex every day if I wanted to have sex. I am saying that I want. No, to you're have waiting. Sex. You you've been waiting for somebody that you trust to have sex with, but you haven't been like looking for the one to like. The one like I want this. him to yeah. be the one. He just don't end up yeah, being the one. I well, well, let's get into I'm it. Real I'm not shaming you. If I was shaming you, I would have shamed one. you when I found out found out about it. Huh? What you say? <laughs> Yo, the way I'm about to mute mute your mic. <laughs> <laughs> you are Trump's mic is basically on mute. She ain't saying nothing. What did sleep. I say? Because you, you're you're shaming me. I'm gonna take a poll after this episode airs. Please take a poll because Shanti gets shamed by Antoinette in a lot of episodes, and I give her. She credit. gaslights. She's a queen of gaslighting, but she'd be the first and be like, "You're gaslighting me." No, but gaslights by. Ga- do I, I didn't say. Anything. What do I shame her about? She sounds like sad. a king. Yes. <laughs> she has a cancer moon. My, my That's moon why, and an Aries rising. So 
It's all good. <laughs> Somebody's connection is unstable. Probably me. I just I'm out missed in the country. all of that. Come on now. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. All right. Well, we didn't take a break, apparently. I'm keeping all of that in. So there seems to have been oh, some shit. confusion about what what I've been doing over here. And um, I'm going to clarify that. I am waiting for my... I want... I'm not waiting. I want to find my motherfucking husband. Okay? I'm lighting candles. I'm meditating on it. And I'm really, like, with the shits when it comes to that. I am really ready to bust it wide open for one person forever. Unfortunately, in my quest to find him, (laughs) I've been busting it open for the wrong... Busted quest? Wrong, (laughs) wrong wrong somebody's son. Wrong (laughs) Wrong son. So, I'm no longer sexually active. And it wasn't even that many times, but whatever. But I have had <laughs> sex. Since it it was going on a year, but I have re- I have had sex within the last two months. I don't feel shame. I am single and looking desperately, not desperately, but <laughs> and oh um, y'all not gonna make me feel bad about this. I, not Shanti, I, nobody's not Ben, trying, not Jesus. Nope. Nobody's, nobody's trying to make you feel, feel bad. bad. I didn't. I don't know what I said to make you feel bad. I was just clarifying that. <laughs> it was, It was. you know, it was like the Dave Chappelle laughter that he heard that white man during that skit that made him leave the show. Right. That was the laughter I heard right. when right. Ben <laughs> talked about me abstaining. 
It was that. It was like, you're not laughing with me. You're laughing at me. Okay, I can. I, I was. I was. But not in a way to shame you. Just the fact that it was that those those ideals were not it was I was laughing at the fact that those felt uncongruent. <laughs> I was laughing I because you I thought you were doing it on purpose. <laughs> that is on purpose. Y'all keep saying that I'm not doing it on purpose. That is on purpose. No, meaning purpose. like like on purpose, like like saying like I'm not gonna have sex for two years. I thought it was something like hardcore oh, no. like that. See, I right. think that's silly. Unless is that what you think, Ben? Are, are we going to state the? Um, yeah, but let's are state, we what, state what's so, the, okay. what we're talking about. <clears throat> oh well, I already read it. We ain't take a break. So yeah, when we were talking about what can we talk to you about, Ben? Ben sent like all of this stuff, and uh, it was about ten different options. And of course, I was like, "Sex, boom, that one," <laughs> and mainly because y'all know who Ben is. Half of y'all didn't wrote my ass and said, "What's up with Ben?" And I told you, DMs is wide open. Shoot the shot. And some of y'all have. And shout out to you. You know who you are. Ben, you've been seeing DMs. Ridiculous. You're in such your DMs. a liar. I ain't That's had not... one. So you better stop with that. Ain't oh, well, they, 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 one. They're lying then. I swear to <laughs> God. Because scary. I've definitely been like, Ben's a really nice guy. And they get scared and don't do it. I swear yeah. to God. It's about at least seven of y'all. And y'all know who the fuck y'all are. Right. But if you just said Ben's a scandalous right nigga who, you know, beat you down. They probably would have. Whoa. Um, yeah. Talk that, like that. Get that, that cancer. I, get, that, get, it. Ah, I, I, get that 56 cancer I know energy. where I'm at. I already <laughs> no, know. I look, one thing I've learned, and like, you know, we'll, we'll go into this in like a roundabout way. But but one thing I've learned is being this nice guy, because like I said, I was homeschooled. <laughs> and so I had this real passive, wimpy, soft kid entrance into life. But then, thankfully, I spent my 20s in L.A., and that, you know, put some hair on my chest, we'll say. And, it, you know, it, it toughened me up a little bit. So, you know, I, I definitely hit my little player streak for a minute. But that's one thing that I've learned now is that because I do love black women, let's also put that out there because a lot of black women say to me, oh, you look like you like white women. So I, I do love black women, and I date them on purpose. So black women will say to me, oh, you know, you you, you, you kind of a little nice you know, I kind of, I thought I wasn't sure if you were gay or, and so I have learned that, you know, when you, when you come at them with the nice guy thing or try to be a little friendly, that more often than not gets me benched mm. versus getting busted wide open. So, but I'm okay with that because turning four is quality over quantity and that's what matters and that's that's part looking guy and i've had a lot of opportunities with women and now that i'm i'm maturing i won't say mature but i'm maturing through also put this out there through listening to your podcasts the reason i follow y'all so faithfully is because uh, it is so crucial to listen to black women and to get that wisdom from black women. And I do have my bell hooks quote here ready to read. Um, it is crucial. But through doing this and getting into school and having my vision with education and mentoring uh, young black children is that now I am getting d- these great black women interested in me and 
and I was going out on dates with women with PhDs and 24-year-old uh, JDs and all this stuff. And I'm sitting here like, you you all this educated and successful and financially set. And at the time, I was I was a bouncer in a bar in school full time. But I was like, you you like got all the success and you, you know, not not throwing a shade at buzz out there getting the money, however you get it. But where I was at, I wanted to be the equal partner to a black woman who's out here grinding and succeeding and deserving the best. And I'm like, you, I was making $10 an hour plus tips. I was like, I can't step to you with that. So, so I realized, you know, I got to keep putting in work. And I, I was on a commitment, kind of like Antoinette had mentioned a minute ago. I was on a commitment where I wasn't going to be in a relationship oh, until what I was. Is is I'm sorry. Is okay. Isn't I'm is correct it. Say <laughs> is it I'm Kelly? is on a commitment. I'm is, is on, thank you. Is on a commitment, and and I said I'm not going to be in a relationship. So I finished my degree because I've been distracted by silly jobs and silly silly relationships and and just all this silly BS. So I did make it two and a half years. Uh, in, and I'm, you know, I, I did slip up last year and got distracted by something that taught me a lesson. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's just say that. So, um, uh, so either way, uh, wait, I'm not a relationship, but you also said that you weren't having sex. Let's be clear. Let's be clear about that. Right. So since leaving that relationship, I have been intentional saying I'm not going to do casual sex. It is unfulfilling. I'm obviously like the risk factor, but it's unfulfilling and it's it's sharing yourself and where you're at as well. Like I won't say I'm looking for my wife, but I am investing fully in myself so that yeah. I can come correct and fully present and and uh, I don't know enabled and capable when I when I do find a person. So what's the difference between casual sex and and um, intentional? Sex. How, how do you know? that this is the person that you want to engage with? Because I know you're not saying you're going to get married or you're going to like, you know. Sure. So at, at this at point, what point yeah. what's the difference between intentional and casual? At this point where I'm at, getting to know, I, I need to get to know her, like not have sex on the first night, which I, I did over the summer and that was a mistake. So get to know her. Don't make that face. Um you just called me out for laughing when you said your thing. I'm just um, listening. It's okay. It's okay. Um, but getting to know her and understanding that we have some significant commonalities, not just, you know, we both like 90s music. Well, mm. you know, we both we both in our 30s, so that's easy. But shared values, beliefs, some morals, some things you could that I can say, this is the kind of woman I want to be with. I could, you know, I would, I would find out if she is the one to be with, but if I can see myself as this is who I, the kind of person I want to be with, then I'm like, all right, let me go further with this because I think we all know that it can be one way, but once y'all have sex, things change. And I'm not getting scriptural cause I'm not religious, but it changes things once y'all have had sex. So, you know, I really want to get to know who I'm getting involved with because I want to have I'm an investor emotionally. I'm not, not there with the money yet. But as, as Shanti pointed out, Mama Shanti Shaman, as I call her in the DMs, please. Um, is, uh, you know, pouring myself into somebody and knowing that it's a worthy return. And not only will it pour back, but what I pour in will grow up and be solid. And, you know, I can, I can be in the shade of that. 
In the shade of that. <laughs> Damn, that analogy went both, deep. Did you see how both our decks was like? <laughs> I did. And you know what my mind thought? As soon as I saw it, I go, ooh, I hope I get a sound effect for that. <laughs> uh, let me write down where you said it. Bing. 54. Okay, it was probably like 52 seconds in. Oh, well, all right. Um, so, Ben, I'm curious to know what led you to this conclusion? What uh, led you? Like, obviously, like, you have shared with me that this was not how you have always been. Not at all. Right. So, so what led you here? What brought you here at 39? When did you get sir, here? Good, when did you arrive? Great question. So um, I'm very wordy, as you can tell. Like I said, I'm an English major, so I read and write a lot, and I'll, I'll try to really do my best. But um, this is, I guess this is part, part of the thing where it's like, as you get older, you kind of go back to your roots. And although I'm no longer religious, I did grow up in a Christian family. And I was very involved in church. My grandmother and grandfather mm. were missionaries. And my, my father wanted to be a priest. But fortunately, his parents talked him out of that. So um, I don't like to say this a lot, but I did not have sex when I was 24. Because I was so involved in my church. And I was a leader in my youth group. And I was a leader in my singles group as an adult. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I still know what it's like to be in that space of some things are are sacred and being saved for later and but other things we can do right now so you know after 24 obviously at that point you know then you know you you hit the ground running and i got you know i got uh, it all out my system let's just say that and by the time i was 29 um i said you know what i need to get this back under control I need to get the what do you call it the lion back in the cage or the something in the box and um <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I said, because I'm an extremist, my, my, I have uh, quite a number of addicts in my family. And so I, I do my best to stay on top of, um, you know, my, my addictive personality. Shout out, shout out to Al-Anon Fellowships, who got me through some really tough times. Um, but when I was 29, I said, I'm not going to have sex or masturbate until I turn 30. And so for a whole year, I did not have sex or masturbate. And so just what it does to your mind and the self-control every day. And later in my thirties, I was a vegetarian for two years. And that, that discipline that you choose really is, is, is significant because you start to see everywhere you're at when you're vegetarian, where you have to turn down meat all the time. And you start to realize how much of, uh, of our diet and, and what's presented to you is meat. And so you start to choose. So anyways, during that year, had to really start to be intentional about like, oh, I can't like get too far interested in this woman because she's going to think I'm crazy. Or I can't, you know, like go out and start like drinking like I was at this bar because I, I know what my behavior is like when I do. So, so the discipline involved is very key. So anyways, back in the game in my 30s and 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 not being very controlled, but then getting back to a place when I turned, uh, I guess around 35, um, shout out to black women who are the, the most supremely amazing thing on the planet that we have. Um, I dated a black woman, uh, when I was, I guess 35 and, uh, she, she was hard on me cause I was, I wasn't the bad cancer that Shanti likes to talk about, but I was, uh, not being intentional and uh, she demanded that I get into therapy. 
And I did that and it was amazing for nine months. And, uh, and that really got me to a place of understanding myself, my tendencies, my pain, my trauma, um, what I need to do. And that was part of what got me into college. Um, and so now it's just really about, okay, I did a lot of adventurous stuff. You know, I did the acting and moved to LA and tried all that stuff out. And then I worked in a high school and worked with kids. Shout out to LBJ high school. And he's Austin. I love y'all. Um, and, uh, um, so really where I'm at, I guess, to bring it back to present is back to like, I guess the investment thing. I have to know that I am a valuable resource. And if I mismanage my resource like money, I won't have any and I won't have the down payment for a house or for a car. I can't pay it on my credit cards. I can't do things that put me in a better place if I just spread my resources around. But if I if I value my resources, if I work hard for my resources and I invest them wisely, I will see the return that I am looking to have for my future. So when it comes to sex, although it's hard when the genie's out of the bottle um, and, you know, we're in this age and, and we're all, you know, we're blessed with looks and personality and, and intellect, then no, it it is hard to say no to things that will help you not feel lonely in in cuffing season or, or have some fun in the summer or whatnot. But, um, you know, I'm constantly working to, to, you know, spend more time, writing papers, reading bell hooks, um, applying for grad school, listening to around the way curls. Um, you know, we are that we do not belong in them categories. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. No, sir. (laughs) Brief, brief thing. Wrong podcast. So the, the, my IG friend, Lauren, shout out to you. Macnisms. Uh, she's up in Brooklyn doing uh, diversity and equity and inclusion work. Um, she's one who had put me on to y'all and, uh, it's been very valuable for me because I've been listening since probably around January or February. And, uh, it was just a lot of fun to listen to. Obviously that was pre crazy COVID days when life was, you know, normal. Um, but, um, it's been very valuable and I want to read one paragraph from bell hooks, this amazing book that I'm going to be writing, uh, application paper to uh princeton on uh so she says uh in there's a lot in this book and i wish i could read the whole thing but i just pick one thing to read okay uh individual black males searching for new life strategies utilize in a productive way the visionary work of black women they embrace enlightened black women as teachers and comrades listening to healthy emotional mature black females is essential to black male self-recovery in interviews with recovering black males I asked them to name life strategies they utilized for self-empowerment, and a large majority of them cited seeking help from Black females. In diverse Black communities, sexism has often led folks to assume that the leader, healer, or spiritual teacher needs to be a Black male. Shortly before he was assassinated, Malcolm X praised Black women for our contribution in the struggle for freedom. Quote, I'm one person who's forgiving them all the leeway, leeway possible because they've made a greater contribution than many of us men. End quote. Listening to and learning from progressive black women is one way for black men to begin the work of self-recovery. And (laughs) that's been huge for me. And that's what I've enjoyed about listening to y'all. Because as I've said in some Instagram posts, what I really value about this podcast, being an emotional cancer, 
is the way you two disagree and hold your disagreements and move on. It, it's not one person has to convince the other or one person has to attack the other or, or anything. Y'all have different, different beliefs or different views. And then you, you move on and you, there's the things you have all the same views on, but that's something I'm not good at. And I've enjoyed listening to. So shout out to y'all. You know, you are. <laughs> so Ben, thank you. Let me ask you, I'm, I'm hearing this and I'm, I just dawned on me like this journey to you. Cause you were talking about like your currency, right. And like, you know, your resources. So those resources, I just first want to clarify the, the resources that you're talking about is not necessarily monetary. It's you. It's your spirit. It's your energy. It's all of that. So if you're giving your energy in all these different places, how do you pour into you, right? And then how do you pour into somebody that you might actually want to pour into? Am I getting right. that right? Yeah. Okay. I guess my question to you is, did you always value black women like this? Or was that something Ooh, that happened that's along, a good, that's a great along question. the way? That's a great question. Uh Value black women. That's a, that's a good word, especially having read Bell Hooks. And I just read a chapter of um, Ain't I a Woman this morning, which was amazing. Um, coming out of, out of a, a white woman's homeschool program in Austin in the 80s and 90s, which is as white as ever. Right now, it's only 7% black. Um, back then, it was 10. Um, in a white neighborhood and going to white churches, uh, I did not enjoy the monotony of all of the whiteness, but I didn't have a choice. My mom put that on us on purpose. Um, that's a whole other episode. But uh, the moment I got to high school and figured some things out, the first woman I, I you know, went for and asked for a phone number was a, a beautiful, dark-skinned black woman named Angela. Shout out to you. Um, and so that that's something I've had to go back to and look at myself and say, you know, what was going on? Did I start fetishizing black women when natural hair was cool? Or, or you know, was this like mm. in the last five years? And I'm like, no, the first woman I, I went after when I got out of the homeschool environment was a black woman. So I'm like, all right, no, no I've, I've been down for it. And, uh, and but, you know, just being very uh, colonized minded. I'll just say that. It's been, I'm working on decolonizing my mind every day. Um, I was in a lot of white environments and living in white neighborhoods and and uh, so there weren't a lot of black women, but pretty much any chance I got, I was, you know, going for it. And uh, but when working at that high school, I mentioned uh, in the 2015-16 school year, that's where I started to see that, you know, because I, I hadn't wanted to have kids before, mostly out of just realizing I'm not responsible with money or a lot of stuff. Like, how could I be responsible for life? When I got to the place where I said. I would love to be a father because I see that I would be great with kids when I got into a mentoring program. Um, then I, uh, that's when I said, okay, well, if I'm going to have kids, then what they going to look like? And that's where I said, you know, I got to stop playing, playing around with this whole, I just date anybody who likes me and I date anybody who cute. And I said, I, for what I want to have a child who looks like me to have a black child, I got to be the black woman and that, and not like I got to stop being a fool, but like, okay, I, I got to really be intentional with my resource of myself. So, um, hmm. it, it wasn't the last five years that it was just really prioritized, prioritized on black women. But, um, but I have always been a, a, a lover and fan of black women. 
And and I think we all are even at, I think everybody is constantly unpeeling and dissecting and looking at the ways in which they are affected and participate in anti-blackness, right? Like even as black women, even as light-skinned women, mm-hmm. even as biracial women, even as dark-skinned women, you know, I think it I think that's I'm I'm excited and grateful for the ways that this is we're constantly like having to 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 look at the ways that we are anti-black cuz that's mm-hmm. just that's the way that we're raised and what we're taught and what beauty is and what sexuality is and all these different things. So that's wonderful. I um I do have a question around shame and pleasure and like what you because we've been talking about on the podcast about how pleasure is often connected to liberation and not just like we gonna get free from white man but like I'm actually gonna heal myself from shame and from um beliefs that I carry around sex that it's bad or it's gross or it's depleting me in some way (laughs) or it's taking away from something. And what I, I, I'm not in this space right now, but like from what I see from a lot of my girlfriends is like, and a lot of women that are beginning to explore their sexuality is that yes, their intention is to be partnered in a healthy way, but they're not going to limit their pleasure or their experiences mm-hmm. thinking that that by doing that somehow that's going to equate to like a healthy relationship in the same way I push back at you to see like, all right, yeah, you're going to do all this. Cause my mom does the whole, my mom, I was similarly raised by two people that are like, you know, this is how it's done. You find your partner you don't have sex, everything's going to be okay. And it's like, but also you could do all of this, wait five months, have everything in common, and then your meat and potatoes with this partner, you know, are deep are deep wounds around other things. You know what I mean? That like, that that can cause friction and cause you to be like, actually, this isn't the person for me. Or, you know... I don't know, not not to say that it, it doesn't guarantee. I think that you're on a path and a quest and you're being intentional and always seeking a healthy relationship. But I I I wonder what is pleasure to you? Like what what are your areas of pleasure to you? Cause then it doesn't have to be sex, and that's dope. And I think that's also something that people need to realize. It's like it doesn't have to be sex and freedom and liberation and like healing doesn't have to be through. Through the embracing of sex randomly and wantonly, because that may be some way for some people. Also, it doesn't have to be restricting yourself from it either. So, I don't have a question. That's just no. That was there were questions in there. There were like fifteen questions. That was it. Yeah, good questions too. I I did not participate in the pleasure activism read along. I apologize, but I was you know I'm in school, so I'm really trying to focus it. But but um. I do like that, and I like y'all. You had a uh, you had a brother on here recently, and he talked about you know pleasure, and and it is so. I, I love that y'all talked about you know men gotta know what they they like, and you know 
we got to bring back kissing and, and, and <laughs> the begging, you know what I'm saying? Like all that. Um, absolutely. Pleasure uh, for me is. Um, I'm thinking like a whole lot of things, um, you know, love language wise, you know, um, quality time and physical touch uh, are big ones for me, uh, which, you know, are, are going to be tough if you're trying to, you know, wait it out and make sure it's right. Because if y'all spending time and touching, you know, that's going to lead somewhere. So um, but either way, I mean, even outside of that, I love I love reading. You know, I'm in school to be English professor and an author. So, uh, you know, if we can do some reading, share some knowledge, uh, make each other better, uh, big into exercise, you know, I've managed gyms and worked out and personal training people all, all these years. So, you know, if we can go to the park, if we can go on some bike rides, if we can play some volleyball, if we can go to the gym together, like those active things that are, that show, you know, we can live life together then mm-hmm. those bring me a great amount of pleasure because that to me is a reminder. It's like, I'm not in, you know, I'm not in the stock game, but it's like, if you just look at that ticker tape and you're like, oh, my stock price went up today. All right, I feel good. Oh, I feel good about the future. My stock price went up today. But if we can do those things along the way, uh, then I'm like, all right, cool. This, what I'm seeing for our future is is real. You know, these, the how we're watering each other, this is growing and it's going to be a beautiful thing. So, um, you know, but at the same time, what's very valuable is, giving each other time to do your own thing and, you know, time apart and whatnot, um, which gets to the core for me, which is trust. And uh, Mm -hmm. that's just, I'm sure that's probably everybody's biggest thing, but to have that trust because for us to spend time apart uh, or to, you know, whatever, like you go out with your girls, I go out with the boys or any trust-based situation, looking through your phone, hiding your phone, whatever, you know, that trust is key. Because, again, that reminds me that what I see for our future is, is more and more real every day. It's not just some fantasy that I concocted because I'm going to be 40 next year and I'm starting to think about, you know, the, the timer or whatnot. So um, I do. Oh, and then, you know, because y'all had talked about it. Pleasure was. I got sensitive nipples. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think that was coming hey, out his that's mouth. That's coming out. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, These yeah, nipples on that, y'all. That guy's, so hey, funny. you know what? Because that was a valuable part of that podcast when y'all talked about that. Those brothers from uh, the Fuckboy so Podcast. so licking their man, they, their they mentioned nipples. That. Man, like, you got to know. You got to know your body and what you like. And, and you got to. You know, you got to watch that. But that's with a partner, without a partner. How okay. do you explore pleasure since it sounds like uh, what uh, for what I can what I feel men men listening to this podcast will be like I am not going this long without fucking something without yeah. masturbation without it just feels restrictive. But look, right? that's that's the thing. That's that's where again to put it in money terms, you saving up a down payment for a house, but your boys want to go get a table, you know, or or Essence Fest or or whatever, some Philly Fest or what y'all, y'all do the Roots that. Fest. It's like something comes up and it's like, oh, I gotta, I, I gotta fest. take some money out the out the down payment fund. So, so you feel like it's there's not gonna be anything, and I'm not knocking it. 
Because I actually am similar to you in some ways where I'm like, why would I spread my energy out if I if I really want to invest in someone, even if that someone isn't around right now? Like, I'd rather hold off and wait for someone, right? That I feel like, okay, maybe. Um, but look, that's, that's a part of the, what you mentioned earlier is the investment in yourself. That if you, if you ain't, you know, if you ain't getting laid and it's been a while and it's going on some months and you're, you're a fella who, you know, wants it regularly, invest in yourself. You know what I'm saying? Whether, whether you take some classes or whether you work on remodeling something in the house or whether you, you know, go to a men's group or whether you get a personal trainer or whether you join a sports league, like something, there are things that I've been doing in the last couple of months that are just so fulfilling and like first first thing in the morning, um, I have a, a gratitude meditation that is me on a voice note saying it. And then I I say back, it's like a call and response with, my, with myself in the morning. And then there's another mm-hmm. one that's a 12-minute one I got off a, a YouTube. But I start my day setting out the intentions. And then I have, you know, just things I'm accomplishing. So it doesn't feel like, oh, damn it. I ain't got laid, man. I ain't got laid in a minute. I ain't got nothing in a minute. You know, what am I doing? What am I doing? What, what yeah, I do this weekend? that worries me too. I, I, yeah. I, I, that worries me that people can't consider that. Mm-hmm. That, that That's not that's a possibility. That's the thing. A lot of minutes, that's not even a consideration. super worrisome. Like, like, I could never. Right. Yeah, and, that's and, worrisome. And, and the conversation with a lot of men too that I have is like, what man is doing that? Like, and if he is, he fucking, he's a nut. He's crazy. He's this. And it's like, um, there they say that there's a physical component to it where like you, but we need it. Right. And I think what you're saying is, yeah, you need that because that's the only thing you've got. You're, well, you, you need it because it's, it's somehow validating your manhood. And, yeah. you know, I'm not out here knocking brothers, but if, if you, if you calculate your, your manhood, or when, if you get together with your boys, like, hey, man, what you been doing this weekend? What you knocking down? You got something new? Let me see some pictures. Who you got? Let me see some pictures or something. If that's what your conversations are, then you're going through your day thinking, yo, man, who, who I got for this weekend? Let me let me start swiping. Let me start DMing. Let me start doing this. But, you know, you can be doing more with yourself yeah. that's more productive. Yeah. Not it's not a, to a, say sex is not productive, but... If you ain't getting, it be making the world go around. It be bringing humans into this world. It is the most productive. Shout thing out to Mama Shanti. Hey, absolutely. Bring the truth. It brings souls into this hellhole. So come on, come on, the one person on this podcast who's getting it regularly. Go ahead. Must be nice. but, but, but but in my relationship, in the start of it, it didn't. It 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 we didn't. It was not. It was more in alignment with how you. Yeah started it. Yeah. It was very slow. Oh, look at it that information. Very, That's very what I'm slow. talking about. That confirmation right there. But, and similarly, like, I know that he's somebody that would never balk at that possibility of going yeah. Yeah. a year without having sex just because I just don't... I, the, sex has never been a part of his identity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is... This is who I am. And like me practicing this, right. like, just like you said, validates or like, you know. Right. I, I think when sex becomes a part of your identity. Right. I don't know. 
I don't know. For some people, it is. For some people, it is. I think like, it's a I, personal thing. And, I, personal and I, think, thing. I, but, think, I think if you're making... Go ahead, Shanti. I apologize. Yeah, I don't know. But it's just... But also, like, if you can't go without it, that's or if what like, I was that's not say. a possibility, right. that becomes a thing like, that's, well, that's you have to be though. able to make like, the decision for yourself and not have it be con- the, like a controlling factor. Like, you brought up addiction. And I do think that there's a lot of people that are not necessarily addicted to the physical act of sex, mm-hmm. but addicted to what it gives their egos. Exactly. The, the emotional what, validation. The emotional validation, the false emotional. sense of security. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and it lo- can filling give up folks. voids and loneliness. Yeah. 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 It's lonely. It is lonely with this cat. I was about to say. <laughs> but I think it's also lonely to be sleeping with people that you don't really I'll know. never man. forget my sister wrote this poem. My sister just said maybe she needs to come back on. She wrote this beautiful poem. And I remember being young and reading it and being like, what? And I think she was only, and she wasn't even having sex yet. She was such a little melodramatic thing. And I think she Can't might have been say. like in the ninth grade. And I read this poem, and in it, she wrote um, something along the lines of, like, um, no man knows the the deep sorrow of sleeping in an occupied yet lonely bed. Mm. And I was like, this bitch is 14. Wow. How do you even have that kind of, like, insight? You ain't never slept in nobody, bitch, y'all. But that's what she wrote. Was she and reading stuff? What, what was going on? My sister she's was just, she's HBO a cancer. She's a feeler. So she was like oh, she's, watching yeah, soap right, operas and shit and being like, yep. she's lonely. <laughs> it's not real over there. Like my sister yeah. was a, 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 a that kind of person. But um, yeah, Ben, I think what you're doing is great, Ben. I think what you're doing is great as long as it's not, um, not as, I'm not going to put stipulations on it. For me, I think I want to move where I'm not moving with shame and where I'm moving intentionally. Um, and even if it is to be like, you know what? I just want to actually have some fun. And you seem like a really fun person who I trust to have fun mm-hmm. with, to have a moment with, Absolutely. to have an affair with where there's mutual respect and you will honor me and value me. Mm-hmm. Then I think that's okay too. And I've had them as well. So, um, but yeah, I'm looking to bust it open for my for my man and them. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where I'm at. But there might be some affairs along the way. But that's my choice, right? And I'm okay with that. And I think that that's, I don't know, that's something. But I really, really salute you. I really salute you because to be a 39-year-old man who won is, I think that your relationship with your ego is is a really healthy one. I think for you to step back and recognize, like, actually, I don't have as much to offer you as I'd like, so I'm actually not going to continue to fuck and take all of the goodness mm. that you're giving me because I can't really give it back. So regardless of how much I might want it and regardless of, like, how much, like, all of the shit from your time to your energy to your sex to possibly Mm. you treating me to fucking food and shit is great. It's actually not in alignment with who I am. So I'm going to step back. Also, I am going to step back and 
I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go to undergrad with a bunch of fucking kids that are <sighs> younger than me. And I'm going to check my ego every day when I feel like, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm behind in life. I'm behind in life. Because you and I have had these conversations, yep. right? And I'm not Real putting talk. this on him, y'all, because I know yep. that's what y'all about yep. to say. Like, he ain't oh, say yeah. that. Yeah. But that's a real thing. And where you can go back and say, I want to stop and create the life that I want for myself. And Absolutely. I don't give a fuck what age I'm at. And uh, I'm going to do just that. And I think that when you do bust it open for somebody, baby, <laughs> she better be she better be at least 60% as dope as you are. 60? Man. I mean, <laughs> Hell no. I'm turning down 60s every day. She better right, be 90. What, what, she got to be 90. 90 she, uh, and 90 plus. <laughs> and it's going to be the opposite anyway. I'm going to be 90% as her, man. There's... There's so I was many trying to say this. Oh, see, I was ragging on us. My bad. Shout out to us. We bet we all did. I apologize. <laughs> um, no, but I'm really, really proud of you. And y'all, Ben's DMs are wide open. So dumb. So shoot your shot. Stop being scary. All right. He might send you a I whole bunch of books he... to read. He <laughs> might not oh, be a hood. Do you drink coffee, Ben? Oh yeah. Go get some coffee or, or tea, you know, sort of matcha. Ben, tea, you know what what's your ideal date, Ben? Cancel oh, here we go. Oh, I should have known yes. that was coming. That's gonna be my last. What's wait, your wait, ideal? Oh, okay, then I have. No, no, okay, what's your ideal? Is your question serious? Because I don't want to ask him what his ideal date is, and then you come with like some real serious shit. Well, I just want to know. First of all, quite a question: Have you? This is you've never done this before. You've never done this before. This is the first time that you're practicing this slow waltz. Um, yeah, because I had said it in the past, but I never did it. So, yes, I am, I am first time doing it for real. So you're just going to be feeling this out. You're going to, it's all, you're, you, when, when and if, you will. When you find this person... Are you going to say, like, listen, I know you want my body, but pump your brakes, okay? I got to know you. So Are you, you know, going to step to that? And then yeah. do you have, because you gave yourself some very pr- specific timelines, are you also going to be like, all right, ninth month, I might let you put it, I might let you buy. <laughs> I might let you put the tip in. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Why are you the way you are, yo? No, you do you have these stipulations? So that's a good question because I have been thinking through like how do you say how do how do I say that? But part of what says that is and we will get into the perfect date, but I do like a first date to be coffee or lunch because it makes it very obvious to the woman that I'm not trying to fuck right away. Because those dates are dinner or let's get drinks. And mm. so, you know, the the last last relationship I was in, the first date was, I said, hey, you want to have a coffee Sunday morning at 9 a.m.? And she said, I would love to. I picked her up. We went I'd to coffee. Like, Can we do 10? And then you said you had sex early. the same day. No, I said relationship. Oh, relationship. Okay. <laughs> Because that one was, hey, you want to go get some drinks? And that shit went down. <laughs> so. I would be I would be relieved 
if someone said to me, I'm actually not having sex with anyone until they're my girl. I'd be like, for I know. I would, I you will get all it. the pennies. I would oh. fucking love it. And I know mad women who would. So I, I think it's really interesting. That you're like, I don't know how to approach this. I'm like, if you say that to shit to somebody, they're gonna be like, okay. But but that but that backfires. That exactly backfires. And that's why you have to be careful with this because I have been in that position where and, and here's the thing. Well, get I won't, off of I won't me, you go into that. Whore. But you you have to be I have to be careful with that. Because if I say that. Then what you just described happens, and then she don't want to wait, and I'm like, no, oh, no, why, no, no, why, should, not, why should I wait? She no, don't want to no, wait. Look how good no, it looks. We're having a good time. It's the second no, no, date. No, no, We're no. A... That's not what I mean. That's second not what I mean. Date. I feel like, but, no, I just look, mean like she. They're gonna like you. I don't mean that they're gonna want to fuck you. Yeah, I mean like, but I'm, might, I'm telling you, I've had that experience though. Oh well. And that's I, that's why. not what I mean. I mean like that they're gonna be like, wow, this is a quality man, right? Ben, I'm with the shits. I say about five months. I say five months. You don't get to put stipulations. I, I don't on. like that as much as I like saying something like. <laughs> you mean you don't like? What I, the don't, I don't know, <laughs> because that's so like when rule you know, based. you know, right? Because yeah. that's so rule based. Because then what will happen is then you two have have you know in three months you, you've had no 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 in your head you're not gonna say it like in five months but I'm just saying like yeah. do you have your in your head. You know, no, he's going off of energy and the vibe, and when he knows, All if, right, so if it she's might quality. be day three. Then. No, it won't be day nah, three. No, I, no, I, I, it's it's gonna be like three. I say no less than three months. I like three months, even though I, I'm not a Steve Harvey fan. But that ninety days, you know, wait. <laughs> I thing, do not do not, not bring bad. him up. My yeah, mom's like, I love Steve Harvey. Hell they no. took him off the show. Trap. They put that uh What's her name? Oh no! But anyway, shout right, out to then. Steve Harvey. What women want. All right, ladies. There are, this is proof. Uh, We have brought you Dennis. He is not single, though. So don't even fucking try it. Because that's my sister's husband. We have also brought you Ben. (laughs) Okay? There are men out here that are seemingly not foolish. Absolutely. And I I went out to, uh, (laughs) I had lunch with my boy Devin the other day. And he's a brother out here in Houston. He makes money. He got the four bedroom house. He's single, lives in it alone. Like he he takes care of his garden and barbecues. Like he's a solid brother where I want to be. Um, and you know, we're out here having lunch, talking about mentoring, talking about growing ourselves as a better man. And and he's not drinking alcohol right now. He's working on bettering himself. And you know, I'm like, yo, man, like it's good to know there's brothers out here who really are intentional. Not to say there's a bunch of messy brothers out there, but you know, when you find somebody where where you're trying to be at, then you're like, oh, cool. Like, there's there's brothers out here, and I met him at the gym. It's not like I had to go to some men's mentoring meetup group or anything. So, you know, we out here. What does his forearms look like? Say, I'll play it. Sorry. Uh, sometimes there are really good men and their forearms are not. It's like I'm playing. That is childish. I apologize. Takes me out of the See, running for a lot of quality She's the 60%. Men. That's the standard for the 60%. You need... <laughs> Get to the 90. You need the 90. No, that was a joke. All right. So, Ben, every guest on Around the Way Curls um, goes through a tradition of ours. And Shanti, do you want to explain what that tradition is? You already is? know. 
You got three minutes to an- three seconds. Three minutes. To minutes. <laughs> three seconds to answer. Get it. No right. explanation. No questions. Malcolm or Martin? Malcolm. Generational wealth or familial happiness? Generational wealth. Jay or Nas? Jay all day. Mac or Sephora? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't wear makeup. Mac or Sephora? <laughs> wow. Mac. No. I don't know. Palestine or Israel? Palestine. In the light or in the dark? In the light. Prince or Michael? Michael. Sweet or savory? Savory. Marriage or long-term commitment? Woo, marriage. Trader Joe's or Whole Foods? Trader Joe's. Voodoo or brown sugar? Brown sugar. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for Shanti. (laughs) Wow. That just made my night. Family or career? Oh. uh, That was longer than three seconds. Family. A seat at the table or lemonade? Lemonade. Evolution or creationism? Evolution. Nikki or Cardi? Cardi B. Missionary or doggy style? Woo! Uh, missionary. Prote- oh, protection or pull out in prayer? Pull out in prayer. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a good question, boy. That's right. Because look, now I'm in a place where it's all on the table. We set everything and we wait and we get there. So I got, you know. We're all Plus, dogging you know. it. Watch out, ladies. Yep. He yeah. also said that. Is uh, I know what he was going to say. Plus, you know. Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it One Mic? One Mic. Is it Black Girl Lost or Shorty You for Ice? Black Girl Lost. Love Jones or Jason's Lyric? I love your voice right now. Love Jones. <laughs> like a <laughs> phone operator. Rumi. Sir. <laughs> Kelly Rowland or Nia Long? Oh... Nia Long, just because That's classic. not even That's fair. That's not even comparable. My, my generation. Right. You, we did not talk Ray, about that, Antoinette. Lisa Ray or Nia Long? I'll still go Nia Long. Make your girl a plate or have her get her own? Make a plate. Nuck if you buck or Annie up? Nuck if you buck. 9-11, inside job or terrorist attack? Inside job. Rihanna or Beyonce? Come on now. Be all day. Biggie or Pac? Pac. Teddy Riley or Babyface? Teddy Riley. Erica or Jill? Jill. Kawhi or LeBron? <laughs> LeBron. <laughs> Brandy or Monica? Woo! Uh, Monica. Flats or drums? What? Wow. <laughs> chicken. Chicken wings. Flats or drums with your white uh, ass? Oh. Uh, drums. Interesting. Uh, Netflix or who? She going to say interesting. Netflix. I like, <laughs> so I like, I like drums too. I like drums. That's so telling. <laughs> Nobody ever likes drums. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, WAP or my neck, my back? Oh, I hate to do it, but my, my neck, my back. Just because that was my generation. That that mm-hmm. back that when I heard Classic. that, we gonna, I was yeah, I was so go. unexposed. Uh, I heard that and I was like, away. I'm like, yo, she she wants me to Pave do what? Away. Ew, I don't like that lady. Um, travel back in time or travel forward in time? Oh, 
Back in time to Africa before the motherfucking Europeans showed up. <laughs> I can't with him. Homecoming. <laughs> Homecoming or Black is King? Oh, uh, Black is King. Fun in hmm. your 20s or the wisdom of your 30s? <laughs> we already know wisdom of the 30s. We just talked about it. And lastly, love and light or money and dicks? <laughs> or like you said, money and clits. I'm going to go with love and light. Oh. Because that's where I'm at now. Very good, very good. See, 60%. We're working on it. We got to take some of them off. Shanti, feel free. All right. I will. Ladies, you ready? <laughs> We're fighting. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that the same time? Okay. Shanti, yeah. you answer well, you, first. Do you want me to do one at a time? No, she'll go first. I'll answer second. All right. Angela Davis or Angela Rye? Angela Davis. Angela Davis. Allen Iverson or Xavier? <laughs> Three seconds. <laughs> Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson. Oh, That's so okay. funny. Javi. <laughs> Javi. Uh, Michelle. Did you or watch Javi? I need to know. Did you watch any of Javi? No, you know what? I I was like, let me check this out. They're talking about. He married to every one of them. I was like, I can't go doing dick research on some nigga online. So I just had to leave who it off. Who said he's married to every one of that? them? Oh, I will pull the tape. Antoinette, <laughs> I'm pretty it? sure, is the one who said that. She goes, he does it like he's married to everyone. Oh, he does it like oh, he's he married. He does. Hey, something like that. You Michelle, married Michelle, men don't be doing it like that. The, Let's be honest. Michelle or Kamala? <laughs> Michelle. Michelle. Apartment with a view or house on an acre? House, house on, on an acre. acre. Missionary or cowgirl? <laughs> Missionary. Well, okay. Missionary. Uh, buy stocks or buy flights? Buy flights. Sorry. Buy stocks. Prove your point or pray for peace? <laughs> <laughs> Can you send us these? Um... Yeah. <laughs> pray for peace. Prove my point. Ooh. I gotta be honest. <laughs> public school or alternative learning? <laughs> public alternative school. Learning. Shout out to public school. Alternative learning. Get the bad rep. Read the book or watch the movie? Read the book. Read the book. Oh, nice. But also watch the movie. She books. Because I ain't reading The Color Purple. I definitely watched the movie, though. Shout out to The uh, Color Purple. Patty or Gladys? Pa- you, Gladys is from uh, Patty's from Philly, so I gotta say Patty. But Gladys, <laughs> okay. Patty's voice kind of get on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, but she's from Philly, so one twelve or boys to men. Boys to men. Shanti, one twelve has te- affected me much wow. more deeply. Hey, look at that! Look at that! Wow, one twelve, ah. like Cupid boys to men. Nobody. Cupid, Cupid is toxic. No, it's not. Do you even know what Cupid is, is? Yes, I do. Do you even know what Cupid is? Twelve is toxic. No, All it's not. Peaches and cream. Get out of here. By your ass, did you feel me? Uh, the remix. Oh, shout out to the Did you hit the remix? Yes. Where's the hands? Yeah. One twelve? Uh, no, that's that's a, yeah. Bad boys or Fast and Furious? 
Bad Boys. I didn't see any of Fast and Furious. <gasps> yeah. Sorry. I was like Puff Daddy. <laughs> what <are you> <laughs> <about>? <laughs> uh, Crown. I love people. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Crown or Henny? Crown. Oh, Henny. shout out to Crown. They, I just did an event with them. You, you better go. say how Crown all day, every day. <laughs> Crown. Henny. Because they cut the check. All right. Uh, vegan Friendsgiving or Jesus Thanksgiving? Jesus Thanksgiving. Uh, some sweet potatoes. Jesus Thanksgiving. Some mac and cheese. Fuck out of here. Shanti? I said uh, thanks. Uh, Jesus Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, both of y'all. vegan food. Uh, I'm definitely... You ain't know? <laughs> both of us. 60%. Uh, uh, online shopping or local business? Local business. Online local shopping business. from a local business. The Sable Collective. Hey, there you go. What she there said. Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, cuffing season or lock it down? What's the dip? What is lock it down? Lock it oh, down means seasons when you just have them for a moment. Yeah. Oh, lock it down. Where's my husband? <laughs> Where's my husband? Where that her? voice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to love you. <laughs> uh, uh, Frank Ocean or Daniel Caesar? Frank Ocean. Frank. Even hey, I don't know go. what the fuck Frank be talking about. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, Solange or SZA? Solange. Solange. Don't be silly. Sundress or sweatpants? Sundress. Sweatpants. (laughs) I knew it. I knew you said Defund or abolish? Defund. Surprised, right? Defund. Abolish. Okay. Toni Morrison? Or Alice Walker? Tony. Tony. Okay. Uh, the Cranberries or Alanis Morissette? Alanis. Alanis. <laughs> Although I fuck <laughs> with the Cranberries. Do you have to, do you have to let a finger? <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with the Cranberries. <laughs> uh, and of course, <laughs> Love and Light or Money and Dicks? <laughs> We can oscillate between that. We oscillate. We already say we oscillate. Yeah, we oscillate between the two of them. So I'm I mean, on Love and Light today. I'm on Love and, and Dicks. <laughs> love and Dicks. <laughs> we just, love and Dicks. Light and money. Oh, all right. There you go. Love and Dicks. There you go. All right. Ben, Those are great. They were. Can you send them? I will. <laughs> ben, I just want to thank you. This is such a pleasure. It's I have great. dreamed of this moment. I am honored. I love listening to y'all. It does so much for me to grow and mature. And especially now, having listened to y'all for so long, I can come into this season bringing in the first black vice president, black female vice president, and know that I'm I'm in a good place. So I'm honored. Praise him. Praise him. Ben, do you want people to follow you or do you want them to leave you alone? Yes, because I got to get into DM. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, ben Jadaka, which is Ben... And Njadaka, which is the son of Njobu, who is Tala's cousin. Shut up. Who is rightful challenge to the throne of Wakanda. That is so hotep. Can you spell that? Because they don't know what the fuck you just said. Can I just 60%. Okay, go ahead. Let them spell it. B-E-N. J-A-D-A-K-A. 
bong. Ladies, if you are like 85%, because you it <laughs> can't, can't be perfect. If you are better than us and you still somehow listen to this podcast, if you are looking for your king. <laughs> That's so real. You had, you had that sister on episode 100. She getting her PhD. Right. But girl, girl, and she cute too. Yeah. Hit up Ben Jadaka in the DM. Tell him it's going down. Tell him that your neck and your back hurts. <laughs> And that wow, you need wow. somebody to do things to it to make it better. Or hit us up at 215 It's a joke. It's a fucking joke. <laughs> he said touch. It could have been a massage. Relax. Like Just let just him know. Just have to always think Funny. about sex. No, but for real, if you enjoyed this episode, hit us up. Let us know at 215-948-2780. Please, ladies and gents, continue to rate subscribe and share that is really um what keeps us going you know is the more and more this podcast podcast grows the more and more things that we will be able to do for you fine people look out for merch we have a shoot date for the merch merch should be up and out and running by christmas time if uh ja if ja um allah and spirit and sweet baby Jesus, help us along the way. So with that, you guys. Wait, I just want to say one thing. Okay. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Ben, Internet. Do you guys know how they built the pyramids? Does anyone know how they built the pyramids? I think that's so like everybody looks at, at it and asks. This is a new theory now. Okay? You went for her to shut I'm down sorry. the whole episode and then you went into this. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what I'll be talking about my this mind. <laughs> This blew my mind. So the theory was that they took these stones from near the Nile and chiseled them and then carried them up and then built the pyramid, right? These, these stones are like three tons. It would require manpower and the overseeing of that manpower along with oxen, astronomical, like crazy amounts of people. And mind you, the, the pyramid is built to a mathematical T, okay? Mm-hmm. No error. The mm-hmm. error is off by like a centimeter. That's the only error in it. I watched a documentary yesterday. Speaking of Hotep, <laughs> you remind me when you start talking about <laughs> The Black Panther, <laughs> that the theory is, is that they were the first ones to create cement, that they mixed together cement. clay, a caustic soda, a certain kind of um, uh, liquid that helps things to bind together and then harden, and that they built the pyramid as up, like as it. At, rather than carrying things and carrying it up, they would do one layer of these um, cements with mold and then build all the way up, which is just goddamn Yo, genius. The way I want to <laughs> slap you. That's amazing. And they haven't proven it yet, but that's some amazing stuff. Community is everything. They, you can't carry one of them. Shanti comes through with her updates at the last her. minute. All right, that was, <laughs> she remembered her update. Joe. I take Update my time. on the best. <laughs> That's it. 
I, I, I would love to talk to people about this that are bl- mind blown. Okay. They had us thinking that they were carrying three, five, 120 ton stones by sheer manpower, mm. 40 feet into the air. Get the fuck mm. out of here. Mm. These niggas was using cement. Man, genius. And building it up along the way. But they, they don't want us the amount of math and education and organization that that would require. They don't want to give it to the black man. So mm. they're rather having us be whipped. Well, according to them, Egyptians are white anyway. So, Man. And they got a whole thing Anyway, about y'all these. should watch the show. It's definitely... I don't know if it's a conspiracy. It's definitely... Like, <laughs> the commercials on this YouTube... Um, oh, it's YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's racist to think that real information is not on YouTube. Just oh, because racist? Okay. Wait, because, racist? you know, may- maybe... Classist? Maybe people that's black and Classes. brown that don't have the money for major network no, television. No, these are French people. These are white people. French people created this. Oh, never mind. French. So, anyway, Everyone, that's it. You guys I... learned something. Reading Rainbow, <laughs> Butterfly in the Sky. Yes! Shanti's <laughs> saying. I don't mind I if we don't get a prayer as long as Shanti actually sang on episode. <laughs> you heard it here first. Take us out, Keeping Shanti. the masses enlightened. Take us out, child, please. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week with more highlights, updates, and inspirations with now and then complete doomsday. <clears throat> That's it. <laughs> Yo, bye. We're out. <laughs> you have just heard an Around Away Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. Something I think that you should know. It's nothing I shouldn't be. love you. Let's take it slow. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, 
HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.